0: everybody welcome to it's CPA time and I'm going to introduce our host for today Um, CPA stands for miss Carolyn hey everyone then we have uh, P stands for miss Pam welcome 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 And the A stands for Almita, and that's me. Hey, everybody. All right. We are three girlfriends that like to discuss issues and give our version of different viewpoints. So here we go. We're going to start off this today with a topic, and we only have one side of the story. Okay, so Pam and Carolyn, I am going to read out our um, advice question for this uh, podcast, and I want you guys to help me and give me your insight. Um, you may want to take notes because it gets a little bit involved, just a little bit. <laughs> This is our topic. It says, help. I am being bashed for not wanting kids. I am being bashed for not wanting kids. All right, here we go. Simply put, I don't want to have kids because it looks too hard. Here's some background about me. I'm 34 years old. I have a great high earning job with benefits. I'm married. My hubby has a great high earning job with benefits. Our retirement is in good shape. We are homeowners. Okay. Right? Yet I don't, st- I still don't feel like we could handle a kid. When I tell my friends that I don't want kids because it seems too hard, I receive tons. A pushback but when I read articles online from honest regretful parents the recurring thing is that parenting is so much more work than they expected and it sucks I feel that my friends are lying to my face and bashing me unfairly why can't they just be real with me like I am with them being honest with them and hearing their responses make me feel so reasons why I don't want children, but the amount of work is the main factor. I just don't understand why I can respect, support, accept, and validate others' life choices for wanting and having children, but they feel compelled To change my decision. A lot of times. I feel alone. I feel immature. I feel unheard. And then I doubt myself. Deep down. I think choosing not to have children. Is the bravest thing. I've ever done. I really want some validation. For my choice. My colleagues are convinced. That I'll change my mind. My in-laws often say, people who don't have children are selfish. Why not have just one? People are always trying to figure out why. They'll ask me, is it because of your childhood? My husband shares my mindset, but I want to be accepted by society. So this is our question for this Um Topic, how do I do what my husband and I feel is best while also getting my friends and society to stop looking down on me? It's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot. And we only have one side of the story. So this is the wife's side of the story. So let's start off first with Carolyn. What do you think about that? Well, you time talk you
1: about, anytime you talk about having children, and I'm in the room, I always look at the age, you know, because she started four already. And you know, you become high risk for certain, you know, disabilities like a, um What's the syndrome? Down syndrome, children mm-hmm. or whatever. So the risk factor for having an unhealthy baby increases and she's at the age where it's going to be like do or die. You know, either you won't, you know, want children or you don't. But I think what her friends need to respect is the fact that her and her husband made this, you know, conscious decision not to have children yet because she feels like they have everything they need. And if she feels like a child coming in the picture or children coming in the picture, you know, would mess it up and throw things off. And I think her friends need to respect, you know, her boundaries, her and her husband boundaries that she doesn't want children, you know. And like I said, 34, Us clock is ticking. She don't have a whole lot of time to play with. You know, she's looking at a small frame, a frame, uh, window frame of time. Um... They home owners, you know, they have everything that any normal couple would want as far as, um, you know, their goals and everything. So the only thing that her friends seem to think that she's missing is children. And, but I don't feel like she should be bashed for it, mm. you know, because there are some people I have an auntie, uh, when I had an auntie and, uh, she never wanted children. We would go to her house and we thought she was being mean, you know, uh, but as I got older, I said, Well, she wasn't being mean. She didn't have children, so she just knew she had this pretty little house with all her stuff sitting out. And when my mama would take us over there to her house, she was like, Y'all get up on that couch and sit down. If you break my stuff, I'm gonna beat all y'all, you know what? She <laughs> wasn't having it. And I used to say, Whoop Ain't, ain't Rose she gone on that <laughs> but I always say she was so mean but like I said when I got older and I, you know hindsight is 20, 20 she didn't know what children would and would not do mm. she didn't have my own children she just had a whole bunch of nieces and nephews running all through a house and trying to tear a house up and another point I want to bring out um, I didn't like the comment that the in-laws made that people who don't have children are
0: selfish mm. I, I
1: really don't agree with that because i met plenty of children i mean plenty of people who don't have children they are the most giving and loving and caring people so that's not true i i don't see true in any kind of way you know mm-hmm. and, and amita knows it but she has her children you know mm-hmm. and so my thing is we just gotta watch what we say and how we treat people and respect what, what what was already agreed upon. That's
0: crazy. That's great. That's great. I love that. I love that perspective. Yeah, hey, um,
2: well, I agree with everything that Carolyn said. But um, one thing that stood out for me was that when you're a solid married couple, you're a partnership. And there are some important decisions that you just don't need to discuss with anybody else. You know, if somebody asks you, you know, when are you having kids or are you going to have kids? You know, just say, you could just say, well, we're not ready yet. You know, and just leave it at that. You don't have to explain anything to anybody when it comes to, an important decision between you and your husband. You're in agreement, and that's all that's really necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell the in laws because they will continue to ask you until you answer. But even then, too, you might just still say, Well, we're not ready yet, which may really be true. 34 is really, it, to me, 34 is young. People are having children as they get older and meet goals within their careers and, and, um, and financially and, uh, and some people make better parents. Uh, when you're younger, you have more energy and you can, you can, uh, uh, adapt more quickly And um, you can really, 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 of course, enjoy your time with your children. But if you wait until you're a little older and more mature, Mm. then you have patience. Mm. You have patience. True enough, the uh, risk of having a child with some type of special need increases the older you get. But, um, you know, medicine, technology... It is growing exponentially. And so they're 30, she's 34 now. <laughs> she waits until she's 44 and have her first child. You know, if there's anything that needs to, uh, if there's anything that uh, may need to be addressed medically, you know, 10 years from now, who knows what's going on, you know, what's happening. But if they decide never to have children, you know or adopt or or whatever you know that's still between them and you shouldn't invite outside people into into marital decisions is my take on it
0: all right now okay i really uh like what both of you ladies said to uh-huh. add to that um uh... Sometimes we don't know how to stay in our lanes when we when it comes to family. Um, I think it was totally out of line what the in laws said. Mm-hmm. Um, what if the situation was um, she was not able to have children? What if they have been trying? And by right. saying that, that that may have put her in a tailspin. She didn't say it in the in the in the in the letter, but what if that was the situation, and you said that to her, how would that make that person feel? Um, so, that's true. They, from the side of the story that we have, she they've made the decision to not have children, because it, it's something that they feel is not going to be something that's fulfilling for them. And to me, that's okay. That, that's okay because that's their decision. And it it is um, they, they've looked at it and mm-hmm. um, sometimes people just want you to be just like them and not accepting of differences. All right. So not being married, not having children is in the minority today. And so those who are in the majority want you to Join them, be on their side, do what they do. But any advice that I can give to her, um, is stick to your decision that you and your husband have made and, um, you may not be able to stop your friends from looking down on you. You just may not be able to, um. When that They're subject pretty comes pretty up, yeah, yeah, and when that subject comes up, just say we've already decided and it's it's a non-negotiable. So you know that doesn't mean that I I don't celebrate with your children on uh-huh. different things. Right. It's just that we are we are at a different point. Right. We're at a different point. Karen, it looks like you want to say something else. I was,
1: no, I was just thinking as you were talking. It just uh, as concerning the friends just sound like uh, some kind of cultural thing. You know, you know, friends be like, okay, now you know them eggs getting hard boiled. They, you know, how friends say things. You, say, and, I, you know, and I so know. <laughs> um, I did. I heard uh, Pam when she said, "Well, yes, yeah, not anybody's business, but you know, friends. You know, they, you know, how friends are. Girl, your clock ticking. Come on now, you know." So I think that's that's the perspective, you know, that she's talking about when her friends but but once you put it out there, you know, like Pam said, I mean it's your business, your husband's business. You could just say we're not like I mean to say we're not ready yet. But once you put it out there,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you become like a you know, a target kind of not in a bad way, but the friend's gonna poke at you and poke, you know and uh, especially if the man doesn't have any children because it didn't mention that did it i know we don't we only have one side to go by not. but the man don't have any children so maybe if she had some step kids the friends probably wouldn't come down on on us so hard or the in-laws wouldn't be on us so hard because there are some there would be some other children in the picture but you know so yeah maybe You'd expect to be bashed like that, you know,
0: <laughs> for
1: a decision that she so rightfully, you know, uh, has. Yeah. And, and him too, you know, that's their decision.
0: So step back, friends, step back in laws, because that's their decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they, she, she mentioned right off the top that both of them have uh high earning jobs. Jobs, right. With high earning jobs, it's a lot of, it's a, <laughs> a it's, it's a, Great time commitment. You don't have a lot of time for yourself. So a regular 40 hour week, if you work, if you're making top dollar, is that's a dream, you know. Most high earners work 50, 60 hours a week easy. So she probably is taking all of that into consideration. Right. Okay, we're working forever. How are we gonna raise a child? When are we gonna have time to be uh-huh. their full the child outside of paying um nannies to raise our children and that's not what we want you know that's true, right.
2: that's, true. That's, true. that's a good point
0: yeah because they
2: can afford it but right. yeah, yeah they don't they don't that's not what they want that's, that's what right they want. Right. And, uh, right he and the husband in my opinion they just need to shut the friends down and and just let them know look if you're going to keep picking at me or picking at us about our decision, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to hang out with you anymore. Right. Because, you know, mental health is so, so important. Mm-hmm. That wears people's, you know, mental health down. And she says she feels disrespected. She yes. feels immature. Mm-hmm. You know, feeling all these bad things. Um, uh-huh. From this situation, so they need to shut it down. And if they won't stop picking at her and her and her husband, then cut them off for a little while. They'll get the they'll get the picture. <laughs> <laughs> cut, them out, cut, cut them out for for a minute, okay. And, uh, and when and, and when they get the picture, they'll come back around and apologize and. And I'm sorry. And, you know, (laughs) and and everything will
0: be fine. Well, you you brought up mental health. And that is a great segue into our topic for tonight. Our topic is spreading kindness. All right. Okay. Spreading kindness. Okay. I love it. <laughs> I do, I do. I love it. You guys are so good at it. Yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. So when you see and you hear the word kindness, um, the dictionary defines kindness uh, three different ways. The first one being a quality Or state of being kind, treating people with kindness and respect. The second one is um, a kind deed or favor. And the third one is um, affection. So now that we have that definition in our minds and spreading kindness, um the world has become more and more cruel. It's become cruel by way of bullying and Mm -hmm. um, discrimination and isolation. And with us having been in the pandemic since 2020, there are so many things that have happened to people. And what can we do uh, to spread kindness amongst each other to help people through the day?
2: Okay. Um, I'll start. I'll start. Okay, um, There are just so many ways I believe to show kindness and even though the the majority of events that get reported daily in the news are violent, unkind, mean. Uh-huh. Uh, we, we hardly ever hear those acts of kindness that are going on every day. Uh-huh. Those are sort of the some of the stories that I look for um, when I look at news online now, um, at one point, um, it seemed like every news story on my feed was about a shooting, mm. or you know, uh-huh. uh, uh, yeah. you had the Asian bashing going on, and you know, it was just all just, just depressing, yeah. And then, but then I clicked on a story. Of an act of kindness that someone did, and then they started showing up in my news feed. Uh, so I would encourage people to change their habits. Uh, oh, Mark, Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg is in, you know, before Congress now because of the algorithms that Facebook set. Whatever you click on, they send you more and more of the uh, same t- material. Mm-hmm. And so the same thing happens with your news feed okay or with Yahoo. I you know I tend to look at Yahoo. And right. if you click on articles about bad stuff, they send you more bad stuff. But mm-hmm. if you click on articles about good stuff, good deeds, then they'll start sending you more and more stories mm-hmm. of that. So that is my okay. tip uh for everyone. Um, to make a change on that and uh, so we can do kindness in so many ways Um, people accept small acts of kindness they don't all have to be large um, acts of kindness they can be small acts of kindness just a smile smile is neighbor or someone you're passing by in the grocery aisle and Look them in the eye and say, Hello, how are you today? You mm-hmm. know. And you don't have to stop and talk unless you want to, or you know, but you can just you just don't know, just that one smile may have stopped that person from doing something bad to themselves or to someone else, you know. Um I uh I had some uh we don't call it. Well, I had some candy left over from October 31st. And um uh, I'm like, I've got to get rid of this candy. So I took it to work. And, you know, I gave people some of that candy. And they were like, oh, oh wow. much, you know. And that yes, you know, <laughs> and they were happy to receive it. And I was happy to give it. <laughs> and uh I can't have all
0: this candy right. <laughs> <I can't.
2: laughs> Ooh, You know it does me bad. Um but um, you know simple things like that. Um you all treated me with such a, a wonderful act of kindness and you know oh. um, with the with the celebration we had and and uh, even though I knew about that part but then to invite one of my best friends I was just I was just blown away oh. and that just did so much for me um, yes you know and um there was a time where um, you go through the drive-through and I've done it I've paid for somebody. Somebody's meal behind me. I asked the lady how much it was first.
1: <laughs> Hello.
2: I got that meal. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. So. You know, tonight, I don't she might have been buying lunch for, you know, her whole office. For all I know. I asked the lady how much it was first. But then I paid, but then I paid I paid for her. You know, and I just drove off. I didn't need any acknowledgement or anything from her. And uh, and that's been done to me. That's ha- That has happened to me where someone has paid for something for me. So um, to keep our world moving into the light, I think that everyone should practice doing acts of kindness until... It just becomes natural. You don't even have to think about it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. if some if, if somebody say if you overhear somebody say that they need a new purse and you want to, you know, you've got some purses. And so the next time mm-hmm. you see them, you give them a purse, you know, or, you know, just to where you just don't think about it. Just just do it too It yeah. yeah. makes somebody's day make somebody's right.
0: day right that's right yeah. yep mm. well well I had uh, someone to pay for my breakfast um, through the drive-through and I was like so surprised so when I got to the window the lady is like you don't owe anything the car in front of you paid and I was like oh my gosh that mm-hmm. is such a blessing. The Mm -hmm. rest of that day, it's like I felt a, I felt joy and happiness just from that little thing right? Mm -hmm. and um, being blessed by a stranger. And so that day at work, if, you know, I put paper in the copier when I, when I saw that it was low, um, I made sure that there was tissue in the bathroom after me for the next person. It's just like you say, it's the little things that... Mm -hmm. That make a difference, but her spark or his spark of kindness towards me spilled over right. to yeah. have pay it forward. Pay it forward. Um, right.
1: And
0: so when people are kind to you, it releases in you um appreciation. Right. And um, so you, you want to share someone else, um, and being kind. Doesn't cost a whole lot of money. It doesn't. It it a right. uh, time. It can be um, helping. I have helped an elderly person get their groceries in the trunk of their car um, as they were pushing the basket, and I, I saw that they were frail. This past week <laughs> at work, we had a co-worker's birthday, and she had no idea. We went in and decorated her office, and had the balloons and the banner it was the idea of, of another co-worker but she asked us to kind of pitch in and we did that and the lady actually cried when she opened her office door because you know we were just we were at the front office and one was at the copier and another one was doing some paperwork like we normally do so she said, Hey, y'all was like, Hey, like nothing's going on. And when she opened that door, she's like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And she was, just, she even started crying. And I was like, we got you. We got you. And she's, she's a person that gives to people all the time without expecting anything in return. So it was, it was good that we were able to, um, Respect her that way.
1: That's nice. The definition that was of
0: kindness good. has respect in it. And so, um, nice. I think that those are some of the things that, and when, like, if somebody's especially dressed nice or cute that day, it's okay to give them a compliment. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: You, don't,
0: you don't have to hold it. You can just tell them, oh, that, that color looks good mm-hmm. on you.
2: Or, oh,
0: I like the, the style of that right. dress on you <laughs> looks really nice. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to hit on anybody or anything. Right. I just noticed that it looks nice on you. Right. Um, things like things like that. Um, and when you know someone is going, as we have all been there, um, do something to lift their spirits. Uh-huh. Um, I was in a rough spot this year, and my church blessed me, and it really just—I started crying. I started crying because. Only a couple of people knew that I was going through a rough spot, and um, it was an open expression of love that melted my heart. So I have been I affected by kindness, and I it has it has propelled me to show kindness and spread kindness to others. Um, wow, Miss Carolyn.
1: I love that, Almeida. I'm telling you, my heart don't can't take a whole lot. That was that was really nice of the church to do that. Um, you know, when Pam was talking about um, little acts of kindness here and there, I guess what got me through that pandemic. I was so, I was so gloomy almost every day about, uh, you know, the the riot. On the mm-hmm. capital, mm-hmm. all this hatred was going on. If y'all can remember, and what really did it for me was seeing those little kids doing, taking their you know, piggy bank money,
2: yeah, and they yeah, were yeah.
1: they were going to buy food for the neighborhood, or or they mm-hmm. were starting a, a fundraiser to help, you know, those who were less fortunate. They were doing all kind of things to help local businesses stay yeah. afloat. And I said, Wow, God you know here it is you know some grown ups may not ever experience it you know then you got a little bit of kids 7 and 8 9 10 11 year olds taking their life savings to go you know and so that did it for me mm-hmm. uh, when you talk about kindness and um pam is right with you know <laughs> Facebook does have those algorithms set up like that when you you know, you be like, I was just talking about going to Chicago now, all they showing sure me is and that's what they're designed to do is it kind of remind me of a old uh, magazine some magazines we used to get in that mean, I know you pam because you deal with uh, you dealt with that kind of work, that consumer reporting. Yes. And they will figure out what you like in your household. Do you use this, do you use that? Once they find out. Then that's the kind of stuff they hey,
2: market all Ooh. kind of
1: stuff send to you or whatever. Um, and my mind goes back to a quote by Dr. King, and he said, Darkness, you know, cannot drive out darkness. He said, Only light can do that, and our uh, hatred can't drive out hatred. Only love can do that. So it's so important, like Amita was saying, that, that kindness catches on when somebody does something for you it makes you feel all soft. It's like, oh, you don't have to do that for me because I did it for you. But that's how God works. You know, once somebody else that love catches on and then somebody else do it. And, you know, and so that's just how it works. When people do something good for you, you want to do something good for them or, you know, for somebody else. And um, I get a lot of questions from Especially co workers, they always say, Do you have bad days? You know, because <laughs> you, know, you always say something nice about everybody, you're just nice like that. And I, I, and nice is one word I hate for people call me because I'm kind. I always tell them I'm kind. Mm-hmm. Nice nice tends to be a little bit more of a pushover kind of word, you know. So mm-hmm. I tell them I'm kind, and hopefully, if I can show you some kindness, maybe you can go and plant that seed, you know, with somebody else. And I always say, no, I don't say nothing nice about everybody, because I don't have nothing nice to say about everybody. And I was taught by my mom, you ain't going to say, nice to say what? <laughs> don't, don't say, don't don't say nothing. So I, was don't telling say me, you, no, I don't want nothing <laughs> nice to say about everybody. Now I don't, because I don't always see niceness in, in people. So I'm not going to make up something to say, but if I see something, and I'm really big on complimenting women. And a lady told me one time, she um, she was a school teacher. She said, I guess they don't like me because I don't compliment them when they walk in. Why would you hold back a compliment from those ladies? Why won't you tell them they look beautiful? Why oh. won't you tell them
2: that, sure, You know, it's not
1: going to kill you. And she literally today, she still won't tell people, like, you know, and oh. people always say, it's, and why are you holding it? You know, and the minute I get on, I see y'all pretty face. I'm like, oh, y'all so pretty, cause you are. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you go, you
1: know, you'll tell other, ooh, you know, compliment other women, other men, other children. You know, and so this mm-hmm. it catches on. And that's why I believe that kindness is very important to spread. I mean, that topic. When you sent me that, I was like, woo! <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> You know, because it makes the word goes around, go around. Mm-hmm. And it, mm-hmm. it, to me, it like Martin Luther King said, "Darkness don't don't drive out darkness. If you dark and I'm dark, ain't nothing we gonna do. That darkness gonna stay right there. But if I show yeah. some light or bring some light right. to the situation, that darkness gotta go." Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this topic is just so dear to my heart. Thank you, Amita, for choosing that.
0: You are welcome. You, you know, and it, it, it brought back to my remembrance. Um, I have been in different settings because of my HR career. Mm-hmm. And um, there have been instances that I know employees <clears throat> were experiencing difficulties due to a marital relationship, uh, due to uh, children being taken from the home, Um, Hmm. and in my HR career, I have gone to management team to say, Hey, um, we're getting a card together for, um, and I'm going to just use myself Almeida and, um, would you like to donate to that and Mm -hmm. being transparent enough that I don't have to give the details? And them trusting me enough to say, okay, yeah, we're going to give and let Almeida know that we're thinking about her. Um, to me, that is, um, being kind because you're recognizing right. the struggle that the person is enduring and you're not gossiping about it. You're not, um, mm-hmm. holding it against them. um you are really concerned about their well-being and so when those types of things happen and you're able to bless to me that is just that is just really awesome Mm -hmm. and it shows the heart of people um when when those types of things happen it does amen amen Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. um do you ladies want to share any particular? Um, Pam has already shared uh, about the drive through. Anything in particular, Carolyn, you want to share about an instance that someone was kind to you?
1: So many, so many. <laughs> um, I, when I think about kindness, I, I think about it like in a big kind of way. But also, I think about it in a um, family kind of way. My children, I um, lately I just been so mushy. They just never stop doing things, you know.
2: Oh, and I always tell them
1: it's not it's not the right. money. It's not it's not about the money. It's the fact that you somewhere down line you listen, and your upbringing. You know, mm-hmm. you listen. Yeah. And uh you were taught tithing and, and offerings and and so when I see that at this age that they're at um maybe I tell my age with Shavana going on 40 <laughs> um and seeing them, you know, just putting out so much and not even thinking about it. That's what I like about it. They never want to be recognized for it, you know, and I noticed that they never, ever from their teenage years all the way up to now, somewhere they listen and they know how to give and they know how to bless their parents. And so, those Amen. acts of kindness, I'll be like, you know, feeling guilty. You know, sometimes I have this thing where I feel guilty, you know, don't do nothing else, you know, but then. I have to remember who God is because if you sow seeds of kindness, you got to know that God going to give it back to you. You yeah. know, if you sow $10, you got to know that he'll give it back 100 You know, I'm just going to use $100. I just use tithing. Uh, but that's one of the big things with me, just seeing my children. They, they don't want their mama to want for nothing, you know, and they're always doing kind stuff. Oh, and they get amazing. literally get mad when I don't know how to accept it. And so now what I do, I don't say, well, no, don't give it to me. Don't do this, you know. Oh, thank you. Oh, this is what I want for Christmas. This is what I want. Because they always say, Mama, you got to stop that. You get on mm-hmm. my nerves with that, you know. Mm-hmm. So now I don't I don't play with them. Whatever they're saying, thank you. Okay, mm-hmm. can I show y'all something? This is what Mama wants for Christmas. This is what I want And then, you know, I said, oh, no, don't say nothing because y'all always say, I don't know how to receive nothing. And mom, you got to understand, you took us out of the ghetto. They they called my hometown the ghetto, you know. (laughs) You protected us. You didn't let all kind of men come around us. You did your best with bringing home that little money. You raised us. You took us places, even though we didn't have vacation money. We might go to Lake Village, Arkansas. That was like a getaway for us, you know. So yes, yes, yes. Um, they remember all that because I was like, they—they they probably don't remember me taking them under the river bridge, and we would go out there and picnic and or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at that age, I was giving them something to do. They didn't know I couldn't afford um uh, Disney World or you know something like that. So that was their Disney World. Yeah, and they yeah. always say, you know, well, mama. It's our, t- our turn, you know, to do for you, you know, and so th- that was my story. They're always doing something mm. and they never think twice about it. It's like they don't, they're not, they make money, but they're not the kind of people that hold on to money. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mm-hmm. need this to do this. or I need, you never would hear them say that. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, I know they got something they need to be doing, you know, but mm-hmm. that was just my story. I thank God for them.
2: Yeah, yeah, I do. I <laughs> promise, I do. That's wonderful. Yeah,
0: yeah I think about when uh, Don and I were dating,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I had a Ford Taurus, and he had a new <laughs> he had a new red truck. He probably had had it a year, maybe, when we started dating. So my Ford Taurus um, acted up; had to end up getting it fixed, going to the shop. Mm-hmm. So he comes to my job. And he gives me the keys to his truck and he gets my car towed. And so when I get off work, I'm like, okay, so I need to bring you back your truck. Uh, So we need to, I'm going to come over so I can bring you back the truck. And he's like, no, I'll get, I'll get around. I was mm-hmm. like, Are you sure? You know, because my Taurus was older. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> <new truck. laughs> and so he was like, no, nah, I get around. And it probably was a week and stopped, and he brought it back to, to work. And mm-hmm. he says, So your car is finished, it's fixed. It I drove it. Mm-hmm. I didn't just trust the mechanic. I drove it. It is fixed. I said, okay. And um, so we exchanged keys back again. And um, I said, so how much is it? And he's like, did I ask you for any money? (laughs) I'm like, that's what I'm talking about right there. (laughs) (laughs) So while we were dating, he was kind. And you know, that just really, that just really stuck with me. He sacrificed and he caught a ride to and from work and whatever he needed to do to get around. He gave up his better vehicle. (laughs) For me, um, and he says, you know, a woman shouldn't have to try to figure out how to go back and forth for uh-huh. stuff that she needs That's to really do.
1: Awesome.
0: And he's <laughs> like, I don't, and he said, and I don't want no other dude trying to give you the keys to his ride. I was like, smart All right, man. Smart.
2: all right, we're yeah. the one right here.
0: Yeah, he's
1: smart. <laughs> so that
0: was that was like the first time a guy had done something of that magnitude for me, and. Yeah. um so I that kindness, it just it just goes along, it just goes a long, long
2: way. It it really does. It really does. It really does. It really does. If you're, if you're ever sitting on the fence, it, all they have to do is throw that act of kindness to let you know that they thought about you, they're concerned about you. You know, they want you to have the things that you need. They want to help. Right. I mean, that that goes over big, you know. It does. It
0: does. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm.
1: It does. And it doesn't take much energy to be kind, you know.
0: Right. It's, it's,
1: it's almost effortless to be kind to people. And I, I, I don't get it when people are not, but. You know, to each his own. But hopefully, hopefully, you know, if someone is listening, we are friends who sow kindness one to another, and we, we spread do. it abroad. So we do. Yeah, we want you to really take that into consideration. Do something kind for a neighbor, or uh, go chop somebody' yard, or cut somebody' yard, or chop that garden. Walking across the street, there's so many ways, like mm-hmm. Pam said. There's so many ways to to do that.
2: And And if you have someone in your life that is always grumpy or they never smile or they never contribute to anything, it may be that they were never either shown kindness Mm -hmm. or kindness. Mm -hmm. Because there are some people, you you don't know what their experiences Mm -hmm. were. But there are some people who have grown up in households where they were not treated kindly. And um, and so they don't know how to pass that on or how to operate in it. So the Ooh, acts wow. of mm. they show. To someone, especially someone that you probably wouldn't even fool with, you know, oh, I'm not talking to Miss Smith. She is too mean. I do. Uh, uh-uh, I'm not dealing with her. You know, mm-hmm. the simple act of kindness that you show Miss Smith might, you know, change her, change her heart and um, and get her to where now she's a kind person uh-huh. mm-hmm. and paying it for. So, mm-hmm. we can't judge people just because they don't do, you know, the things that we do. It may be that they were never taught or they were never shown kindness. That's good. And it is good.
1: good. And uh, to, to hop on what Pam said, I just went through something like that uh, with a person and I was questioning, you know, how can that person be so mean? And, you know, no matter how much love you show them, they just, and so I had been praying about the situation. I said, "I don't want to be around that person no more, ever again." And God spoke to me. You know, He'll get you. You know, He'll get you when you least expect me. I got up that mo- the next morning after doing all this talking to myself about it, I don't want nothing else to do with that person. Mm-hmm. He said, "You was messed up when I died for you." <laughs> You, oh. you weren't right. You still not right. You know, and so I'm like, oh <laughs> man, you know. I feel oh, like I put yeah. my hand on my face yeah. now in my mouth, and I said, Lord, forgive me, because yes. when you go, when you when you go to God and you mumbling about other people, He will He, will shut he you would shut you down. Show you. Yeah, He, he will show you show you, know, you were no good when I died for you. <laughs> yeah. you still not. It's, it's by the grace. It's by my grace that you're only the way you are. Yeah. And y'all, I cut that mess out. I started doing kind stuff with that person and, and, and sending <laughs> kind stuff, watching how I responded, you know, uh to that person.
0: Yeah. And yeah. as
1: a matter of fact, they called while I was on here, you know, and so I'm telling you, but well, God got a way to get your butt. <laughs> he will get you, he will get you. You would get yourself.
0: Yes, yeah, so to, our that <laughs> to yeah, our, i never
1: yeah, that was good. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh-uh, go ahead.
0: Go ahead.
1: No, I was just just telling Pam. Thank you so much. You know, God confirms things when He gives you something. You always come back and confirm it. That was my confirmation. That's why I know this podcast is 100 percent real.
0: Amen. Because everything
1: we all be going through, one of us, God would give it to us to say it. And <laughs> I mean, when she sent me that topic, I was like, what? You know, know, like you still get me, you know. So so you can't run from him. You know, either you're gonna do right or you just if you're gonna do wrong, you can't deal with God. You just can't do it.
0: Amen. 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 So to our listening audience today, um, if you have not sown seeds of kindness, just try tomorrow. Just Mm -hmm. step out on the step out on the limb, step out on the ledge. And just try to do one small thing for somebody else's benefit and don't seek approval or reward and just do it and just keep on going and see how that makes you feel and see how that changes your your environment and see how it blesses somebody else. Uh Um, Just try it. You ain't got to do no whole lot, nothing big. If if with when God puts it in your heart to do it, just do it.
2: That's Whatever
0: true. it is. Just do it.
2: Just Empty do it. somebody
0: else's trash at work while you're emptying yours. You know. Yeah. Small, just, things. You know? Yeah. small things. Well, I do want to say uh we have enjoyed this season. With you all, uh, we have discussed a lot of topics. We have laughed and cried and I've <laughs> written stuff down and got me some own some notes from our own podcast. So this has really been awesome and great. Yeah. So I just wanted to just say thank you to our listening audience for tuning in. Thank you for sharing it. Um, thank you for um spending time with us because it's so many other things out there that draw your attention so we really appreciate that you tune in to hear us and see us um right anything amen else,
2: like, anything else I have just enjoyed oh I enjoy each of you anyway but i'm yes. just glad that you. Um, <laughs> we were able to step out on faith yes and yes. take a chance on um even doing the podcast i mean i have to admit i i, I had some fears and i had some doubts uh-huh. and do I want to put myself out there like that? Because I'm not a perfect person, and I I still have my flaws that I'm working on. And um, but I am glad that I prayed about it, and that I that God told me, or the, the Holy Spirit told me, just do it. Just, just do. It. It. All right. Just do it. Just
1: do it. it. Love it. <laughs> yeah. All right, Nike, Miss Nike.
2: God, do does not, God does not need perfection. Right. He does not need perfection. No. He just no. no. to step no. out and try and allow Him to do the rest. Mm-hmm. So um, I am just so grateful to you girls. So, I'm so grateful for this journey that we've gone on. Praise God. And, um, you know, and, 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 Hopefully, we've blessed somebody and we'll be blessed enough to to keep going to higher heights, you know, and and higher levels. So, God bless you. I love you, girls. I love you, too.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have enjoyed this season as well. And I'm telling you, it's helping to shape me. On this path to healing. Now, I've been blurting it out to people. I'm on my path to healing. And so everything that's being said is really happened to, you know, build me back up because I was at a low place a couple years ago. And so, all this is just restoring me, you know, and making me better. Amen. Uh, Amen. Because the scripture plainly says says that they were overcome by the words of their testimonies. Amen. When you testify, you know, you strengthen your brother, or your sister. Amen. And so, if you're out there and you're listening, continue to encourage each other. It it it, it doesn't mean, I mean, it doesn't mean anything to tear people down. Just cut it out. Stop it. It's not yeah. good. You know cast stuff down mm-hmm. if it comes to your mind it's not right start what I do um, there's jealousy and, and different emotions that come to me but immediately I cast it down right then I don't I don't on, as old people I don't darn on it I'm getting it out of me when it when it comes to me because it, it'll destroy you so if you, you've been with us this season uh, thank you so much and we pray that you know you continue to share this podcast amen yes
0: all right. So from Carolyn, and Pam, and Meetup, we love y'all. And we're signing yeah. off.
2: Bye. 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 See you next time. Toulouse. Bye. Okay. <laughs>